Hello, everybody. My name is Declan Mangan, and welcome to My Animated Life. I am a sophomore at IU currently. I am studying cinematic arts, and uh, in this podcast, we talk about animation in general, and uh, we just talk about a certain show, or in this case, right now, uh, I didn't have a script prepared, so we're going to do something a little bit more improvisational, uh, if that's the word. And we're going to be talking about uh, the current craze of the indie animation scene. And uh, if you don't know about that, uh, it basically is uh, animated shows uh, or movies that are funded independently from studios and creatives have full, complete control of their own shows and are able to merchandise themselves, able to produce more shows. It's a whole thing. And, uh, yeah, the first thing I want to make sure is clear is we are going to talk about some of these shows individually in separate episodes, but some of these uh, pilot, uh, some of these shows don't even have full series orders yet like there is one that currently is taking the internet scene by storm and we will talk about that but like it's too early to talk about it as its own episode because the episode would be way too short so first of all what makes uh indie shows indie well i already mentioned it uh you don't need studios. You don't need. You don't need finance. Well, you definitely need finance, but uh, you you have your own crew, your own publishing rights, your own merchandise rights. It's it's a pretty cool scene, and uh, it's gone as far back as like the mid two thousands with the advent of Newgrounds, where. Newgrounds was this place where people, uh, creatives, made their own animated content. And you may recognize some of these names. Some of those people include Ego Raptor, who put away animation now. And he's now a current host of Game Grumps with uh, Danny of Ninja Sex Party. Good music. Love them. And then there's also, uh, like, people who worked on Alien Hominid and Castle Crashers, the behemoth, who they made games and whatnot. And there's also Oni and uh, Psychic Pebbles and Lyle Wrath, the Oni Plays team, where they got their start on Newgrounds as well, producing animated stuff and... uh, Psychic Pebbles still works on it, uh, animation. He has his own show, Smiling Friends. We we will talk about that show at some point. But that was another one of those shows that got to, uh, blown up uh, with popularity. And it currently is getting a season two made. And then uh, there's also the current scene of indie animation where... There's, like, people that do create these pilots, and 
it just gets massive viewer attention and massive conversation in social media and gets tons of fan art, tons of popularity, and it is a big scene. And even right, uh, even as I'm recording this, uh, there's supposed to be a uh, indie convention this Friday called Glitch X, and we will talk about that. But like, <coughs> but it's interesting to think about where animation is going thanks to this current boom it shows that anybody can do it without studio intervention or massive amounts of pushback from executives and of course there's still some people that work with these production companies that are for indie stuff like i know the creator of Has Been Hotel and Hell of a Boss, Vivian Medrano. She is working with A24 to get Has Been Hotel made, and it's coming out January 2024 on Amazon Prime, and it currently has a two-season order, which is big news, and the cast was also announced, too, and it had some pretty big names. It's still such a shame to see... People who've worked on the pilot be pushed aside because they aren't union actors. But don't feel bad for them because actors like Michael Kovac and uh, Elise Lovelock, both of them part of the Hasbun Hotel pilot, they went on to voice characters in popular indie stuff and we uh, that includes things made by Glitch Productions. That is... Another big indie animator by taking the world by storm. And if you don't know them, that is a studio made by Kevin and Luke, uh, both brothers, who started off as uh, Mario Machinima YouTubers uh, named SMG4. And you may know them, you may not know them, but they have their own indie animation studio that is uh, operated in uh, Australia, and they've recently been taking a lot of the indie animation by storm thanks to binge-worthy shows such as Murder Drones, <laughs> Murder Drones, uh, Sunset Paradise, Meta Runner, and uh, their current show, well, it's just the pilot right now, but it is probably guaranteed we will see a show because it is at 73 million views on YouTube. It is the show The Amazing Digital Circus, and that show's amazing. It's full of wacky. It's full of darkness. It's full of mystery. It's a really good pilot, and if you haven't seen it, I recommend you take a look at it. It has a lot of memeable moments. It has great humor, great characters, and... I really hope to see more of that. And usually with that uh, kind of model, they first release a pilot. And if it's popular enough, the Australian government basically picks up these glitch shows and it goes on for at least one or two or, if they're lucky, three seasons. And uh, 
they get to do some really wacky shit that has no censors or are able to do anything that they desire. And that, I think, is pretty interesting. And the where we ta- talked about, like, studios, like Spindle House, the guys who are, like, Hasman Hotel and Hell of a Boss and Glitch Productions, but there's also individual creatives who is who are making their own shows without studios and whatnot and uh one more one i did want to mention is the lackadaisy crew uh that's another one of those shows that has gone on store uh gone amazingly with an indiegogo campaign that raised two million dollars in just two weeks and that was a pilot where it was a bunch of uh, mafia cats in the 1920s who are like alcohol smugglers or something like that. I haven't seen the pilot, but I heard really good things about it. It's very, from what I heard, it's very action packed. It's full of comedy and it sounds really fun. I should really watch it. <laughs> but going back to what I was saying, individual creatives, there are. People out there that are doing animation by themselves, well, not exactly by themselves, they have crew members and whatnot, but individually they started on their own and made some good stuff, and some of those individuals include Meat Canyon, Zariel, and Serpello. Serpello was a Newground, is a Newgrounds artist who went from Newgrounds to YouTube and his comedy is very uh, hilarious. It's he screams, he table slaps, uh, breaks tables, screams, gurgles. Uh, has his uh, he has his own mo- m- uh, Mickey parody called Maki, and they re- he recently posted this video of uh, the trio of Maki, Dolan, and G- Groovy just. Uh, doing something called crocodile which is uh supposed to be a drug like crack but it's hilarious and they have like rotoscoped animation and groovy and don't don't dylan looks like uh steve Irwin. it's hilarious and uh but i'm getting off tropic uh sir pello has his own series too called Spooky Month, and that's a Halloween space. Well, it's Halloween based, but he always releases them on November or December because the uh, the episodes take so long to make, and it it started off with these just these two Halloweeny creatures just doing Spooky Month dances and meeting a clown and doing spooky stuff and uh it's evolved into just this interesting comedic world where a mother has a skeleton for a son and they uh there's demons and it just is such a interesting facet that Sir Pello was able to turn a skit like this, a shit post, if you were, and makes makes it a. F- I think it's there's five installments, four installments, somewhere around there, and just does crazy shit with it. And uh, Zariel, people may not know him. 
as well as Vivzy Pops or Pello or SMG4. But what he does is really good. He's like, he started off by making like animations for like Vine Sauce uh, with, they look, both of them look like Ren and Simpy characters. And he has just such a, clean art style it feels smooth it looks stretchy and it's great stuff and he's done a lot too and his show monkey wrench a sci-fi comedy show about bounty hunters doing galaxy adventures and trying to protect people is very interesting and it's something i don't see anybody talk about because it just gets cut under from these interesting developers and I think I think it deserves a little more attention than it deserves so when there's more episodes that will come out I will talk about that eventually and I will get into more info because this is a, this is just a bonus episode this is an editorial I have nothing to, uh, no script, so you're just hearing me improvise off the cusp of some stuff you may see in the future, and if you want to get a head start, you can look up these shows on YouTube and whatnot, and you can have fun and look at whatever these shows are, and I guarantee you, you're in for some fun, depending on who you look at. You might like, you might like... A, a post-apocalyptic series about worker drones becoming murderers of humans, or you might enjoy a mind-bending circus group of humans that get sucked into a, a digital circus, or you might be into the cat mafia, or ooh, or a series. A series where you see a girl talk to a human society of cats, and that show is called Ollie and Scoops, and that actually has a lot more profession than you think because it's made by one of the one artists who worked on a few shows, and he actually has a bunch of professional industry and actors in it like I know the guy who played Master Shake from Aqua Teen Hunger Force starred in a guest starring role on one of the episodes and I know the current voice actor of Bugs Bunny Eric Bauza and he's also the new voice of Jimmy Pesto and Bob's Burgers and he's also a bunch of other characters like Daffy Duck and Porky Pig he's one of the he's the main cat scoops and it's a it's a such an interesting show because it feels it feels made by the industry but it still has that touch of indie creation it just that part is just interesting to me and there's so many more interesting kids indie arts art people out there trying to make it in the world and there is a lot of changing going on around with the indie animation industry with how studios kind of are like animations for kids this is this is not for us this is 
this is just for kids. We don't get it. And you see shows on YouTube, these shows like The Amazing Digital Circus or Hell of Boss or Has Been Hotel or Ollie and Scoops. All these shows have been able to make like 70 million views, 30 million views, 11 million sometimes even two million and that just is interesting to look at if you're an industry person because basically they're missing out on an untapped market because you have all these creative people trying to make creative stuff with these with these characters and these stories and these settings and it goes unnoticed half the time. And even then it gets picked. These shows get picked up by very indie studios like a 24 or don't, uh, don't get picked up at all. It's interesting to look at these, all these shows and be like, what are they? What are these people missing out on? Because everything indie related right now is interesting. And, it's just getting interest bigger and bigger because there's also movies getting fully financed on Kickstarter that have like an that have like a single soul animator behind it and it's an interesting thought because all this is untapped and no and no studios are interested in it and I kind of am a little worried when the animation people go on strike next year because uh, if it's taking that uh, by the time you're recording that I'm recording this SAG is still on strike and they still haven't reached an agreement because studios still think AI is the way of the future and no it isn't it, it's boring it's dull it needs humans so to the anybody who's part of the studios just know that humans have more heart than robots and you can definitely see that in the current indie animation craze that's going on and this goes even further with youtubers that don't have exactly shows of their own but still make animated parodies and skits and whatnot like meat canyon who makes these twistedly grim horror short uh shorts that use like characters from regular show or uses a meme like pumpkin spice or the whole making garfield scary or whatnot and he turns them into just weirdo monsters he made. And uh, he also had his own show, Monster Lab. That's a good show, too. Uh, Chris Kyle's in it, and it's hilarious. Uh, he's more darkly dark comedy, but you might like him. And there's peop- there's also people, as mentioned, like Pymations who don't have... A show. Well, they ha- he has a show of his own. It's the Todd Hayseed show, and he's still working on that. There's only two episodes. One's the pilot, and a very early pilot, and then the other one is the main pilot, and he's still working on episode two. 
hopefully it'll be out soon. But he recently uh, brought back 5 a.m. at Freddy's and that's uh, he used it with security breach and it was hilarious. And he had, he made his own song. It was very catchy, but it was f- very hilarious. But uh, I guess it feels a lot more interesting without studio meddling because all these creatives can choose what they want to have by themselves without executive uh, executive interference. And the issue issue with producing your own stuff is sometimes it's going to be a little costly. And so, and from what I know, from what Glitch Productions said, most of their episodes uh, cost one million or two million an episode to make, and that's expensive and it's crazy and it's weird. Uh, but it is much cheaper, I say, and uh, I also think if you don't have a name out there, then you may not have a chance. But then again. There are people like the pe- people who made Lackadaisy who came from nothing, but people immediately know them now. Or, well, actually, that's not the case because basically all these characters, all these shows and whatnot, they were created before as a webcomic, as drawings made by like Vivzi or Serpello and they started off as concepts and now they're here and it's interesting to think about because it's a lot to think where you have to start from the bottom you have to make your reputation and if people like you enough they'll look at your shows and uh, luckily it worked for people like Gooseworks who started off with making remixes and worked on music for Hasbro Hotel and Hell of a Boss or someone like Liam the creator of Murder Drones having his own, <laughs> having his own pilot out there for Cliffside or some storyboards or Lackadaisy starting out as a webcomic it is it's an interesting thought cuz you have to make yourself known on the internet first and some of those people, like Ed from Ed's World, he ha- he was lucky to get people's attention because people wanted to see Ed, Ed Gould and his wacky art. And even to this day, even after he's dead, people still look at his content. And recently it got rebooted by one of the original actors and the estate of Gold's family and it still is funny it's still new ground based humor and it just is interesting to see indie animation evolving and it's much reassur- much more reassuring when you're thinking about it because animation I don't think is going away even if executives want it to go away I think for as resilient as it is, I think animation will come 
what's the word? It will, it will persevere and it will evolve without the need for executives because that's what it does. That's what animation is. It evolves like any art form. And uh, I believe we are seeing a renaissance of indie animation and this may not be the end of... It may be the end of studio-based animation, but I don't think it's going to be the end-end of animation because there are things on the way that are interesting. And maybe if you guys like this a little bit of an editorial, I might go over some upcoming movies or TV shows that are animated and talk about them. And again, I mentioned I would have guests i gotta check back with them see what they say but hopefully uh hopefully i can get them and uh, uh i guess uh well like any editorial it's gonna be shorter than a regular episode i think and uh i think that's okay i i might like i might do another one of these editorials because it's a little easier than worrying about script because writing scripts is a lot, especially when you're a college student and uh, you have to do a lot of these things and midterms and quizzes and trying to figure out your classes. So we might do more of these. I'm going to try and see if I can get my guests, people I've been talking to, interested again because... I I really like what I'm doing here. It's less stressful. It's it's a lot more fun just sitting here and not talking about a certain movie or show. And it's a good refresher and adds variety to what my sh- what I want the show to be. So if this goes over well, I might do another editorial. Who knows? I might talk about Oscar, uh, the Oscar movies that are getting buzzed about. Uh, hopefully, that will be something I would love to look at. Uh, what I would think would win the Oscars next year. That would be really fun. And getting five episode, uh, five movies in one episode, that sounds really fun to do. And, uh, I guess that wraps this up. Uh, I know this might be a little bit shorter than, shorter than usual, but again, like with any editorial, it might be slimmed down a little bit. So I don't mind that though. I have things to do anyways. So my name has been Declan Megan, and this is a glimpse at my animated life.